You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching the itch to kind of bring something full circle. So if you've listened to a number of episodes, you know that there are sort of uh, what our friends from Patio Slave call house bands. Yeah, house band. <laughs> yeah, being those uh, those main artists that we refer to time and time again throughout episodes, throughout interviews even. They always come up somehow for some reason or another. And perhaps the biggest one for this podcast has been the band Papa Roach. And so we figured that we were well overdue to actually do an episode focusing on them. And they gave us a great excuse to do so by releasing a brand new album a few weeks ago. Yeah, which I mean, half the album has already been released. Yeah, they've been slowly wheeling it out. Yep. Yeah, six tracks are six singles already from the album that just came out called Ego Trip. That's right. And so we decided, you know, now is the time to sort of check in, see what's up with that album, how it turned out. And uh, also maybe just kind of go back in time a little bit and dive more into our own history with this band and fandom and why they're a band that comes up again and again in our episodes. So, you know, one of the things that's kind of been ongoing throughout our podcast is that uh, one of the reasons why he gets mentioned so so much is because uh, my, my son's name is Jacoby and obviously the lead singer of this band is Jacoby Shaddix. And so it does come up a lot that like when I first had my child back in 2018, like I never he, he wasn't named after Jacoby Shaddix. It's just that we like Jacoby Shaddix's name. And then, you know, as time goes on and they continue to release more and more albums like myself and my wife have become bigger and bigger fans <laughs> um, after this last album. Yeah, he was named after Jacoby. Shaddix. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're telling him if we ever meet him. Yes. Actually, that's exactly. what we're going to tell him to get him to talk with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of us named our kid after you. Come on, man. Well. Honestly, I was thinking about having uh, Jacoby like recording a video because he is in love with stand up and he knows almost all the lyrics to it already. <laughs> That's awesome. So he, and every day we get in the car, he's like, I want to sing Jacoby. I want to sing Jacoby. I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I think you just figured it out. I think that's how we get we get Papa Roach to, to join us for an episode. Who yeah, can ignore I, I adorable agree. children? <laughs> exactly. Especially when singing your song perfectly. Exactly. There you go. I want to see this video. Like, <laughs> he, he's still learning, but I, I'll have him. I'll have him ready in about a month. A couple more rehearsals, he'll be all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it just goes to show you, like I and I, I mean that, like I have been, I have been a fan since. I mean, since the beginning, yes, obviously I used to, you know, I loved Infest. Infest was one of my favorite albums of all time, but I never really got into like Love, Hate, Tragedy, Getting Away with Murder. The song itself was great, but I never got into the album. I didn't really get into this band until 2012 when The Connection came out. And that's when I kind of really started digging them. And then Fear like solidified that. And every single album since The Connection, in my opinion, just keeps getting better and better and better. And then this album is like the cherry on top. Yeah, and we call them the Chameleons of Rock for a reason, because they've gone through almost every phase of rock from, what, 98? 97, yeah, 97, yeah. 98 through now. Yeah, so. new metal, the uh, the new metal trend, the the emo rock trend, the now the EDM trend. Like, they're there either at the forefront of it or, you know, just blending just, in like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And doing it well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and still being commercially successful. Every one of their albums charts. 
Right. Oh, yeah. Well, in the last two albums, like I said, they already released six tracks off of Ego Trip. Who Do You Trust had a ton of singles off of it as well. Yeah. So they they just they know what sells. They you know, I I hate to say it, but they are mainstream rock. Like there's like like the definition of mainstream rock. They just know how to get to all audiences or how to appeal to all rock audiences. It's funny that you use the term mainstream rock because I was just looking at the charts and the U.S. mainstream rock charts. Do you want to take a guess as to how many songs this band has had that charted <laughs> since so starting with Last Resort in 2000 that have charted on the U.S. mainstream rock charts? Oh, wow. Uh, since. Wow. Uh, it's crazy. 20, 20, 30, like 25, maybe Push, about 30. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're wow. right in there. And six of them were number one, number one on the charts at some point or another, including Kill the Noise from Ego Trip. That's insane, considering that this is their 11th album. So 30 tracks and 11 albums. That's a damn good ratio. Yeah. Yep. It's about this. And that's not even including uh, other people's tracks, which we'll we'll get to later, maybe more that Jacoby has featured on. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, he's a busy dude. He's everywhere. For sure. That's one of my goals here was to sort of see if I could find like a full collection of all of his guest spots. There's a good 30 of those roughly as well floating around from various artists. Um, he's, you know, he's worked with within temptation, Memphis Mayfire, nothing more. He has featured on the black eyed peas. I was talking to Dan before we started recording. The only <laughs> black eyed peas song I like is called anxiety. <laughs> uh, a ice nine kills. Uh, he's done some stuff with Hollywood undead. The who the who boys <laughs> and skin dread and skin dreads skin probably the dread. biggest one. You could make a fantastic album that was just Jacoby Shaddock's guest spots. Features, yeah. Featuring Jacoby. Yeah. yeah. So these guys saturate the market. That's what happens. Infest was a great name for that album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like that's what he spent his entire pandemic doing was just collaborate with other artists. It seems like it. We made up an award for him just to, to make note of that. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Because he was everywhere last year, even though they didn't release an album except for their greatest hits last year. Yeah. Oh, he did a song with Apocalyptica. I have not heard this. See, there's so much. <laughs> I was just naming the artists I knew that we would all know. There's yeah. others. There's others in there too. <laughs> They've been pretty regular with the full album releases. You said you mentioned the connection was where you kind of connected. I guess that was 2012. Uh, uh, yeah. 2015 <laughs> was Fear. A couple years later, Crooked Teeth in 2017. A couple years later, Who Do You Trust in 2019. And then, oh, three years into to Ego Trip. But we'll give them a pandemic year. Everybody gets at least one full year <laughs> off for the at pandemic. Least. One yeah. or two. Yeah. And as we mentioned, he was busy during that time. So these guys, consistency really plays <laughs> yeah. a role in bands surviving, I believe. Well, not just consistency with putting out good music, but consistency with band members, too. Mm. Uh, they have had the same band members, the three of the same band members since the start of the band. And one, uh, uh, the drummer was the only one that was replaced and he's been in the band since like 2007. Yeah. So the majority, that's still the majority of their time as a band. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're very established and, and stayed connected. And that is a, that's an impressive thing to do and a hard thing to do. Especially nowadays. When, when, you know, I think, uh, one of the artists that we recently interviewed said it that you just you have to kind of 
be able to be around a bunch of dudes all the time. And it's just or I mean, if there's ladies on your tour, too, obviously, it's just you're usually in a small space. You have to be with each other all the time. There's no breaks. You're you know, it's like for months upon end. Yeah, it takes that takes a lot to be able to get along and, and still want to be together and make music and still be inspired. Uh, even 20 years later, that's just amazing. Can yeah. I also also make note for consistency and sticking with people? Something I just learned before we started recording. Jacoby Shaddix has been married since 1997. It, the, the man has adult children and has, has been yeah. married since before the band, before they ever broke you know, as, as artists. Yeah. That's wild to me. 25 years. Happy yeah. anniversary, Jacoby. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. He, he got married pretty, he got married at like the age of like 21 and, uh, and there they are. So, so that's, that's a man who knows how to get along with people for a long period of time. <laughs> you know, I, I will say that's one thing that it's, that's really exciting to hear because I, I think that like when we were growing up, there was such this this such uh, image around rock music that it was just a, a heathen and, you know, everybody was just sinners and they just had sex and drugs and rock and roll. And it's yeah. like, I don't think that's the case anymore. Like, I, I honestly think there's a lot of family, you know, people that just it's just all about the music now. It's not about the scene. It's not about trying to make waves or being, you know, as rambunctious as you possibly can it's literally just become about the music. And I absolutely love that uh, rock has gotten to that point. Yeah. And that's another great thing you mentioned in terms of, uh, you know, that rock star lifestyle, you know, you hear, we got here, you got Jacoby, a guy who's been married since well before his band started making any money. And also he's a guy who has been completely clean for the past decade. Right. Um, to yeah. the point where like, I, I just was reading how he, he said he, he somewhat relapsed during COVID and, and that relapse as far as that relapse went was marijuana. And even then, like he stopped doing that. Like that's, that's like a straight edge kind of dude at this point. So like he's a rock star that is a, a clean family man. Like it's just, it's, it's kind of cool. And it's, you know what? That's he's exactly who I would want my children to look up to my four-year-old. Like that's exactly, you know, the kind of person that you want. Cause you can, I even tell like in the songs that on there are that are on this album, like ego trip, for instance, like you can just tell that he, he has to ground himself or he does. He tries to ground himself because he, he, he is a, he, I mean, he's a big deal. Like there's no doubt that the band is one of the biggest bands in, in the world. And he's one of the biggest rock stars in the world. And yet he's every time that we've heard any story about Jacoby, he is just the nicest dude, the most, uh, you know, uh, he's just always very amicable to everybody. Yeah. Going a little bit further into this, this album and that concept, uh, this is a very, this is a very self-aware band. Their, their themes, they, they discuss a lot of things related to like, you know, mental health and taking care of yourself and other people. And I was reading about, you know, what Jacoby had to say about ego trip. And it's it's exactly that. He's talking about this like internal struggle. He says, I says throughout my life, I've embarked on a constant journey to unravel this like eternal paradigm, the struggle between light and dark. He says it's something I'm constantly trying to find balance in. Like, who's at the wheel of my ego? He says, um, who's in control? Is it my the higher self, my more humble, spiritual, loving, compassionate side? Or is it my dark self-seeking version of myself? And so he says, and this is something that comes up repeatedly in the lyrics. He's like, I got to smash the ego because when I'm out here thinking that the world should bow down before me, my life turns to shambles. He's like, that doesn't work for me. So 
So hence Papa Roaches on an ego trip is what he calls it. <laughs> so that's very fitting. It works perfectly. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. As we, as we mentioned a few times coming off of our interview with Joey from varsity, like humility is an awesome thing and, and probably a tougher and tougher thing to maintain as you get bigger and bigger as, as a band like Papa Roach has. All right. So let's get into, let's get into the needy greedy a little bit here. <laughs> needy greedy. The needy greedy says Nacho Libre. Let's <laughs> 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 get down to the needy greedy. Dan wants to talk about this album because he is in love with it. And yeah, I'm very happy for him for that reason. <laughs> it's it's funny because like, you know, they like we've talked about earlier, they've released six tracks off this. It started with Swerve, which was the song uh, featuring. It says Fever 333, but I'm pretty sure it's just Jason Allen Butler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Swaco, who is the strangest like artist. I, I, I don't. I don't know how somebody that like talks like this and just, you know, like <laughs> makes, makes a career out of it. I mean, good for him, I guess, but motherfucker. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it, it works perfectly in that song. I love it, but like, it's just, it's just very, it's just fucking weird. Like ET, I'm a Martian. Like, I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like Swerve, Kill the Noise, Dying to Believe, Stand Up, Cut the Line. They just most recently released No Apologies. Six tracks they've released, and my favorites aren't even the ones that they released. Like, oh, yeah. You know, there's, there's a couple of them that are great that they released. Like my son, I had mentioned earlier, my, my son loves Stand Up, so we listen to that one every day. But no, my favorites are like the tracks from five to seven. I that I don't know like what it is, but like just starting with Liar, because I love that line that is like in the chorus where he's like, I, 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 I would swear to God, but he knows that I'm lying. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then just ego trip right after that. And unglued, like I, I, those are just some of my favorite songs on the album. I, I don't, they're just fantastic. And, and they weren't even the ones released. I, I'm really surprised they didn't release the ego trip, the title track. Maybe they still yeah, will. Maybe they I'm will. Sure now that, that it's now that it's out, <laughs> it will be the last track. They released the 12th one. <laughs> the 12th out of 14. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of wanted to make mention of kind of the layout of this album. Um, you know, cause it's, it's 14 tracks and there's like two or three kind of ballad songs towards the end. Yeah. A and then all of a sudden, I think it's cut the line that like picks back up again. It's like, I would have shuffled that a little forward a little bit more. <laughs> no apologies. Isn't really like a ballady song, but yeah, I, I get like it kind of slows down. Yeah. yeah. Cause leave the light on is, is the ballad. And then always wondering it's, it's a little bit slower. I'll, I'll give you that. No apologies. Kind of a slower. Yeah. Cut the line is, is pretty hard. And then I surrender is another kind of slower song. Yeah. The album finishes with. Yeah. I would have, I would have still probably, I mean, not, not to say that the, <laughs> like, for splitting hairs here, you know, <laughs> but because uh, the album is fantastic from start to finish, but it was, it's just kind of funny because it like it starts off with kill the noise and then just kind of punches in the face from there. And then yeah. like, it, and then it gets to the ballad and then it kind of slows down just a little bit and then cut the line comes back on. And it's like, Oh wait, wait, we're, go we're still going. Oh wait, it's over. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Like when, <laughs> the beginning of this album is just amazing. Like it's it start, like you said, it starts with kill the noise and like, you can't even like take a breath until bloodline. You're just like, Oh my God, like <laughs> these have been great songs and bloodline's still a good song, 
it's just i mean it's you know not a, the quality of the first three and then like i said like liar comes on and i'm i'm back in it again blasting it like, <laughs> <laughs> like bloodline like i said bloodline's a great song but it's it's just i don't know I, it's it's kind of like the lull I, I feel it's i think it was perfectly placed in my opinion because then you don't have to you know you don't have that like lull all at once you got a little lull and then three actually four five five good tracks and then you got the ballad and which i don't think it's a, a bad track at all i, I actually yeah uh, I, I love the ballad yeah it i don't know ha, have they done that kind of a song recently i don't know I about recently but yeah i couldn't think of anything off of the last like two albums that were like that yeah the other thing that's interesting about this album is like each track hovers like right at the three minute mark Yes, I was, I was waiting for the chance to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely uh, like in and out 14 tracks, but it's not a long album by any real means. No, because they have they're they're all three minutes, give or take 30 seconds. Like yep. even those ballads, like the longest track stand up is the longest track on the album at 348. Yeah, so, and that's that's not even that long by today's standards. No. So if you don't like a song, just give it a minute. Literally a <laughs> minute, about a minute. <laughs> you can move on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'm going to Metacritic real quick because I'm going to see if I can find like where Papa Roach's albums tend to land critically. Yeah. And overall... Um, in terms of critical reviews, this album, Ego Trip, is their second highest critical reviewed uh, album. Huh? After Love, Hate, Tragedy is the one that was the highest critically. And Dang. also also the highest uh, user on the user score. I'm just, you know, <laughs> regular people listening. Worth noting, Metamorphosis, the lowest on both counts. Just, <laughs> just throwing that out there because it's an interesting factoid. That's funny. So, yeah. I mean, and Who Do You Trust? Uh, their album from 2019. Not so high on the user score. Pretty good on the critical side. So, you know, for a band 11 albums into their career, it certainly isn't a bad deal to be putting out some of your your most uh, warmly received music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just think of the bands, you know, I don't. I don't like to compare anybody to anybody, but like, just think of the bands that came up around the time that this band was the, the Papa Roach has put out more albums than hardly any of those bands. They've continued to stay relevant and, and continue to have like top hits or chart, as you said earlier. Uh, and like, you know, other bands do, but they don't do it at the pace that Papa Roach has continued to do it at. Like, like we talked about earlier, like the connection came out in 2012. They had an album three years after that, two years and then two years and then three years. So like, they're always putting out music and some of these other big artists, they don't put out stuff until like five years, maybe six, seven, eight years before they're putting out an album. Culture moves very fast and you will be forgotten if you don't do that basically. And I do think that that is what, yeah, that the combination that, which is probably enabled by, as you mentioned earlier, the consistency of the members, a lot of bands just, they start having infighting or whatever it is, or, or even, burn less yeah. yeah i would say even more natural things just like somebody wants to start a family or move on to some other stage in their life and and so bands kind of fall apart that way or like dan said they take a long time between things and the world moves on it doesn't care about them anymore pop <laughs> roach like even if they're not your favorite band like if you're listening to rock radio you're you're going to keep encountering them you're not going to be able to get away from them they're there <laughs> all the time 
Right. Especially nowadays when they just keep releasing all these singles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're loaded. It's so interesting to me. I my memory was always that a lot of times singles you'd have a couple that would come out before the album, but then usually a few more afterwards. Yeah. These guys released five before it even the album yeah. even came out. And I don't know if there are plans for more or if that's just it. Like, I don't know how that works anymore. It seems like just the, that's another one of those ways I think the music industry is changing. They'll probably release one one or two more depending on like the popularity of album sales or something. Yeah. I think it all has to do with MP3 sales. And I also do think that this was probably another album that was done almost or at least prior, pretty close yeah. to being done prior to the pandemic. Uh, yeah. And so I think that they just had it like, you know, you know, kind of like cash in your pocket. Like you, you want to get this out there. Like I got these great songs. Like I got to get this out there. Right. Um, or, you know, if you got cash in your pocket, you got to spend it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. These yeah. songs are burning a hole in their pocket. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, makes sense. They All the songs that they've been released have been fucking awesome. Swerve was the first one came out last August and that one remains my favorite one. I love, I love the idea of Papa Roach and fever three, three, three being a thing together. I think that's a great, like generational mix yeah. of, of similar artists. Um, and I love how much Jason Allen Butler loves those artists from that era. Cause like I know a couple of year or two ago, they did a Lincoln park cover that was pretty sweet, but that song. And plus the, do you know that like, macklemore like thrift shop kind of sound of that track yes yeah i just love swerve like it, i don't know it's just this fun fun it's a bop it's a bouncer i like it <laughs> yeah that is probably my favorite part of is that how that song ends with like the i don't even know what is it like a trumpet or yeah, something saxophone it's yeah. a sax yeah. yeah saxophone i believe it's okay. it's so much fun that there's a pop roach song that has, a, that has brass instruments in it yeah, that's the first thing I thought of when I heard this, the saxophone-like sounds was the Macklemore song. <laughs> like, oh, they're going to the thrift store. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great song. I'm totally happy to hear somebody bring back a similar, a similar sound. <laughs> so this one definitely, I don't, I don't have as strong of a recollection of their previous few albums as you guys probably do. This one definitely seems to lean back more into like the hip hop, like the rap rock level of stuff. Um, yeah. Then I, then I thought they were at this point, but you can correct me if I'm wrong or, or tell me where that trajectory has come from over the last couple albums. No, they they've leaned into it a little bit more, at least the last two, because who do you trust was more like the electronic end of the spectrum. Mm. Yeah. I think it kind of started with crooked teeth. That was the album that they had uh machine gun Kelly on. Yeah. Um, and they had a couple of, songs that were like that like born for greatness it, it was just like because right it was it was really when they started the trend of you know the guitar line being the main focus of the chorus mm. um and they've kind of leaned into that sound and i i think grandson i don't know who picked up on it or who you know i don't know who's at the forefront or what but grandson also had a similar style around that that same time i don't he's kind of switched up his style a little bit but um yeah, no, I, I think that that's yeah. It kind of started with crooked teeth and then just continued on. Who do you trust was a lot of that kind of EDM like heavy, you know, guitar heavy uh, focus um, yeah. riffs and and you know just because like elevate comes to mind. Like the the whole chorus for elevate is one word. It's elevate, <laughs> and then there's there's like a you know, and that's on who do you trust as well. 
and then there's like a whole bunch of like guitar lines and awesome music that makes it a great chorus, but there's one word in it. Like it's a one word chorus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta elevate. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it just re- repeats over and over and over. Yeah. So the one sentence, one thought. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, it, this ego trip, some of the, the tracks kind of take a similar path that who do you trust had with kind of the kind of up, uplifting songs more or less hmm. yeah and that's another thing that kind of started back when i mean they've they've actually been really uplifting for a while i yeah. think fear was kind of the forefront of that like the whole uh acronym of fear was face everything and rise yes and so they kind of had that uh that start and then yeah, like there was a song off of uh, Who Do You Trust that it, every single time in the video really will get to you as well. Um, but every single time like I, I hear this song, it almost brings tears to my eyes is come around because like, you know, it's it's you always know that there are people out there dealing with stuff like that. And you just want those people to know that you're you're there for them. And like, I'm not good with words. So like, I you know, I have a, a cousin that kind of goes through phases like that and so I, I remember one time he wasn't doing well and i just sent him that song and it's just and it's he's he, you know he's me, he's like man i love you dude and it was just one of those moments that yeah. I, you know this i felt the song could say more than i could you know with my words yeah mm-hmm. and that's that's just one thing that i've absolutely loved about this band and i think why i've fallen more and more in love with them because they always have some kind of interesting you know like stand up for instance is is another thing like just you know, stand up, like just no matter what, just make sure you're, you're standing for yourself. Just always try to keep your head up basically. Right. And also the leave your light on kind of follows that same path to yeah. leave a light on. I've heard, I've also heard it said in some, in a couple of reviews I was looking at that, uh, that this album is one of those ones that does a really good job of kind of combining or moving through a lot of their better sounds of a band. Cause you know, this is a, such a normal trajectory. Most bands will start experimenting a little bit here and there and have a different sounds. And, uh, at some point they always go back to their roots. They say and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know if I would say this is necessarily exactly that. Like it's not necessarily that this is infest per se, but it's definitely, it does have a degree of diversity to it. Yeah. It hits up, hits up a couple different stages of their career. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like it's it's incorporated all their sounds, um, but like the the best ones. I, and I think that that's just comes with their experience. You know, they know what works at this point. They they know what sounds. Like I said, that they are like the best at being a mainstream rock band. They they know what sells, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I know you always love talking about this. Can we talk about the uh, album cover? Yes. Yeah. I, I do love talking about the album cover. Because it is fucking weird. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a giant ant head or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to call it a roach. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I guess it would be a roach. Oh, yeah. It looks like an ant head to me. Like, I, that's what I first saw. I was like, it's an ant head, right? <laughs> I just did a gross thing and Google searched cockroach. Um, oh no bad idea so now i'm looking at those (laughs) and no but i but because i agree that this thing looks more like an ant head than a roach head 
I guess you can get away with just being bugs of some sort. There you go. <laughs> but it, it almost could be a grasshopper head too. It yeah. might be a grasshopper head. Either way, it's it's sitting. It's just like just Deta- ahead, detached. Yeah. yeah, detached in the middle of this like what looks like a barren, destroyed like carnival. Yeah, like, uh, or yeah. like a um, theme park or something. Because you, you see like a roller coaster and a Ferris, Ferris wheel in the background. Yep. And the ego trip kind of looks like a like some Car type sign. of sign, yeah. a festival sign thing. It's like knocked over. <laughs> it, it's really i like it it's really cool it's really colorful it's a very different look from their last couple of covers like who do you trust was like an ocean wave or something yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah very yeah. simple yeah it's so weird yeah <laughs> crooked teeth crooked teeth was a, a shot a, like teenage boy or something with literal crooked teeth yeah some poor <laughs> kid that i hope they paid him well enough to fix his teeth <laughs> <laughs> And then fear, fear was just like a mountain range. It was another very simple scenic thing. You got to go back to the connection in 2012 to find another weird, like colorful, another skull, another head Uh, (laughs) on that one. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I think that is a pretty quality album cover right there. It would make for a fun vinyl. I will give I'll say that for sure. Yeah. It seems like a lot of I'm going through all of Papa Roach's albums right now. A lot a lot of them are go down to a few things. Either it's like super simple, like the Paramore Sessions is literally just black with the copy naming the album. <laughs> or there's a few that they have that are like the just the band or silhouettes of the band. Getting Away with Murder is a pretty good one. Getting Away with Murder is a very artsy, like bloody heart with wings. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Love Hate Tragedy is an album cover that needs to be talked about. That is uh, a creepy baby with headphones <laughs> rocking out. <laughs> well, wasn't that right around the time of the Ally McBeal baby, too? Oh, gosh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I think so. I'm almost positive that's why they did that, because like that was right around the time <laughs> that like everybody was craving that stupid dancing baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally possible. And then Infest actually is a cockroach on the cover. Yes. It is the Papa Roach. The that, That's the actual Papa Roach. Right there. I'm going through to look because they used to have the logo, the specific like font of how they had their name. They yeah. kind of had like this, that bug thing with it too, but they, they got rid of that a while ago. It looks like. Yeah. They seem to have abandoned that. They simplified it. Yeah. They changed to a new logo somewhere around the time of their first uh, greatest hits. New Papa font. The Papa font. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all that to say this, I think this is a cool cover. It definitely grabs the eye. That's for sure. Yeah. One of their better, best ones. Yep. That's a fun thing to analyze. Also, I want to make note that this is um, self-released. You know, that, that greatest hits that came out last year. Greatest Volume 2 it was called The Better Noise Years, and that was the end of their time that started in 2012 with that label. This is on New Noise with a Z, and it's, <laughs> it's them. They're just doing their own thing independently. That is awesome. That's why they released so many tracks then. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, my God, let's get all this money ourselves. We got to make this yeah. count. <laughs> this pandemic's really slowing us down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's worked out well for them, I, I think. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is a band that has, has earned some respect and um, not just from us, but, uh, you know, 
they've they've sur- they have done what a roach does and that is survive through things their name is so appropriate <laughs> I, think, I think we mentioned that before the time or two yes yeah 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 that's you know because i think we've even said that you know band names can make or break them or uh hinder them yeah and, uh, uh as as potty slave would say a, a bandy cap yes. yeah there you go <laughs> this has been the opposite it's been like their calling basically uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that's that may be the first time I've ever heard of a band name coming like becoming so accurate to who the band was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because this is definitely a bandy cap. Like at the first at the first note, like, oh, you're you're the the big daddy of, of the grossest bugs that no one wants around. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're gonna be here for a while, so get used to us. <laughs> we're like we're like Twinkies. We're t- we survived. Yeah, pa- Papa Roach survives the apocalypse. Well, they have. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yep. right. The only other band I think that comes to mind is Ailstorm. That's like that, like where their na- name kind of describes them so well. <laughs> Ailstorm is a perfect description. Not Hailstorm, listeners. Yes. Ailstorm, who we did Ailstorm. an episode on way back in like I don't know the first like four months yeah. of the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have a new album coming out called Seventh Rum of a Seventh Rum. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. My, my computer fell off the desk for a second. Dang. I, could, I could tell. Yeah, <laughs> I caught it. Uh, you we did. went crashing. <laughs> it amusement, was a ride. amusement park ride. I did not think that Ailstorm was a band that was going to come up in the middle of this Papa Roach episode. <laughs> but they are pirate metal. Yeah, I, thank you for that. That's <laughs> they're pirate metal, and you should listen to them. And it's shout just out a to lot Ronnie. Of fun. Yeah, as as is this album. This is a great, fun album. And I, you know, and I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, now that they Papa Roach tries to be uplifting, they maybe they're just not taking themselves as seriously. I don't know. But like, it's just a lot of fun. They seem to have a lot of fun on this album. Like you even have like little clips where they're saying F you to each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it just seems like they're having a lot of fun with what they're doing. And now that you said that, uh they're on their own label. It makes so much sense. Cause like, you know, we, when we talked with nonpoint, they, they were just, it, it's almost like a cloud. You're just, you're just your own bosses. Like your yeah. cloud is gone. You just do whatever you want to do at this point. You've got that freedom. You've also got full responsibility. If you, if you bomb, it's all on you, but that's gotta be exciting to reach a point where you can do that. Well, you told us, uh, this, through our chat or instant messages that we have is that it seems like one of the first decisions that they made as a solo artist is to go on tour in Europe opening for Don Bracco. It seems like a, I'll scratch your back, your scratch mine thing. Cause I, I, I saw that and it was, yeah, as Don Bracco is doing a handful of dates in the UK and Papa Roach's support. And I was like, is that where we're at? Like, I didn't know that they were that big. <laughs> and then it turns out that they had supported Papa Roach on shows in the U S. So they're just like, Return yeah, the favor. Yeah, return the favor. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and and it certainly to me makes Don Bracco look like a bigger band than I knew that they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like right. them. I I know that they have some hype behind them, but I didn't know that they were big enough that a band like Papa Roach could actually open for them for a few dates. Right. So I agreed. So these guys out here making stars everywhere they go. <laughs> they'll guest on your song. They'll open for you in your country. It's <laughs> whatever you need. Papa Roach is here for you. <laughs> and they'll make you think about your own pride at the same time. So everybody you can, wins. You can make slasher horror films. 
Yeah, they'll show up in your slasher films that may or may not ever see public release. I don't really know what happened to that movie. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering the same. We got to talk to some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I got one more question here, and I think we're probably about to the end here. Something yeah. that the itch definitely can't go without talking about. Uh, Papa Roach live experiences. What do we got? I don't believe I've ever seen them, but you guys have to have. <laughs> we've, oh yeah, we've seen them at least twice. Okay, yeah, we actually saw them one time where Jacoby lost his voice and still tried to sing. Yes, really. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was incredible because the, the day after that show, they canceled like the rest the rest of the, of tour. the tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just kind of shows you what type of an artist he is. He's going to give it his all, obviously, even if he doesn't have it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Well, I remember we saw him at one, I believe it was a point fest. I could be wrong. Um, and it was like, they just started playing, get getting away with murder live to the crowd. Like it, it was like months and months before that even came out. Okay. So that yeah. would have been a long time ago. Yeah. yeah it was probably 2004. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. And then um, did we see them at the family arena once or, or, Possibly. I, I've seen this band a lot live. They're always fantastic. They always put on a great show. Uh, we actually get to see them here in less than a month. Yeah. They oh, will be yeah. performing with Hailstorm. Yeah, that so that one. Okay, Papa Roach, Hailstorm, Mammoth, uh, Jelly Roll. Dan mm-hmm. is excited about oh, that, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, highly Suspect. Yes, yep. Shaman's Harvest. And yeah. Brook Royal. Palette Royale, White Reaper, like this is a, that is a good point fest. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like top to bottom. I, that, that is a huge slate of artists that I wish. That they would play made, more. Yeah. Made up a bigger portion <laughs> of, the, of the set list. That, that no, for real though, like that point fest is closer to an itch fest in terms yeah. of, yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of the, what you're playing. That's what and cracks so, me up. That's what cracks me up about most, uh, point fest is like they get all these like solid acts and it's like you should play more of them on your station for once yeah people might listen <laughs> to those <laughs> to those to those who are, are unaware the point is st louis's um main alternative rock radio station quote unquote alternative rock station right and though we owe we owe them some some because they 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 used to give us some good music hey, um, we're going to their concert yeah yeah and yeah. they're talking about it that's right <laughs> they um you know they're a, they're a mainstream rock radio station so they play the same artists over and over and it's hard for new ones to break through but once in a while they throw a festival that features a whole bunch of them yeah and and, they, and we'll go and happily enjoy that <laughs> for some reason they stick to certain artists that they shouldn't and they shove them down our throats yeah <laughs> well for the, for the we're, we're, ta- we're talking to you uh neon trees Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Started with a whisper and it ended with one two. (laughs) Ended with some booze, (laughs) and you leaving the stage frustrated. (laughs) That's what happened in the entree. Sitting down the entire time in the lawn. Yep. <laughs> All that to say, uh, going back to, to Dan's original statement of we'll be seeing them soon. We're excited about that. We're glad the point still likes Papa Roach and um, seeing Papa Roach soon. Yes. 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 Seeing Papa yes. Roach soon. And 
well, that'll be no doubt an episode whenever the time comes and a fun day. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm glad we could do this one, fellas, and get these guys uh, the conversation that is probably long overdue for them. Yeah. The two, two years, almost two years of doing the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, what a great album to be able to talk about, too. I have a feeling we'll be talking about a lot more uh, over the next couple months. Yep. Yes. And and as mentioned before, Jacoby remains the end game for interviews. So we're going to keep barking <laughs> up that tree as often as we can until something happens. We'll, we'll, hey. tag, we'll tag them every day in this uh, episode post. They're independent now, so maybe we have a chance, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we we have joked that if we do interview uh, Jacoby Shaddix, that we're just going to quit the podcast. That's yeah. the end. <laughs> we're, done. we're done. We're done. We did what we came to no. do. Uh, yeah. Well, I will say that after that, we'll have to have a new end game. Maybe Benji from uh, Skin Dread or something like that. <laughs> there we go. And just start shooting higher. And well, I, I don't know. They're both platinum level stars, but. Uh, you know, just keep shooting higher, I guess, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be on the on the on the hunt for those interviews. <laughs> and until then, you know, we got episode 100 coming up and uh, that is going to be a surprise as most episodes are. Even for us. Currently, it's a surprise for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that. <laughs> we're trying to make it special, but we'll see. <laughs> Yep, it will be fucking special because it'll be our 100th episode. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good times. We're gonna celebrate some W's. <laughs> Until then, uh, you know, if you like this, please leave reviews and and comments and whatnot. Interact with us. We're quite interactive on the socials. We love talking to people, and you can follow us there if you want to see quality tweets, sharing news and jokes and various things about bands. Uh, as well as a new music playlist that's updated every Friday with brand new songs that you should hear. There's a lot going on. So you yeah. definitely connect. We are, we are definitely more than just the podcast and that's not even mentioning the radio show. Listen to yeah. the radio show on Sunday nights. Yes. Casey. <laughs> and we have merchandise too. Like, so if you <laughs> like it, you can buy something and, and advertise for us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, buying something helps us, helps us move up a little bit in the world. Uh, you know, upgrades on technology and whatnot. You know, we've we've low key discussed the, what the future might hold and if that can involve YouTube or video stuff or any number of different directions. But that all takes cash, so <laughs> we need, we, we got to put together that cash. You know. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. Let us know what you think of the brand new Papa Roach album Ego Trip in the yes. comments. You can let us know on the website itchrocks.com. Um, or anywhere uh, you want to communicate with us. Thank you very much for listening to the Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the show. We've got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation, including the episode's playlist. And you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. E-T, I'm a Martian. I gotta elevate!